0: Stand by for news. It's time for today's top two
1: headlines.
0: Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra,
1: read all about it. Headlines. All right, friends. First round of headlines. Nikki D. Would you buy a house if you knew it was haunted? H one. Say, many
0: homeowners strive to keep their homes looking nice, but one Minnesota family is competing for the ugliest home in America. <laughs>
1: A funeral home listed for sale in Massachusetts is getting a lot of attention online because they have a sign that's posted outside the home that says it's probably haunted. And the reason why is because even though it's a three-bedroom, five-bathroom, family-style home, that's how it was built, it was turned into a funeral home. And it's been that way since uh, 1948. So if you saw a listing for a home that you could turn back into a home and it was beautiful, but you think it might be haunted because dead people were in there, would you still buy it?
2: Me, personally, no, but there are a lot of people that totally would, that are into that thing. My The house that, you know, we were just talking about Brooks Robinson and me growing up as a kid in Maryland, uh, the house that we eventually moved in with the the first stepdad, the mm-hmm. abusive one, mm-hmm. that house was haunted.
1: Oh, how do you know? What happened?
2: Well, like, you got five hours of me telling stories? Huh.
1: No, just tell me one good one. I've never heard this before.
2: So, okay. Well, I got a couple good ones. Uh, quickly... Uh, We moved in. I did not know this, but my first stepdad, his wife had just died of cancer. And we would hear noises and sounds all the time. Me and Uh my brother, my cousins, my mother, everybody would hear stuff. So one day we're in the living room. The living room, it was on the water. So when your house is on the water, the front of your house is the house facing the water. That's by tradition. Mm -hmm. This room, very colonial style house, uh, had windows all around it. Probably Mm -hmm. 14 different windows skinny windows, <clears throat> like long skinny windows. And we we're, me and my cousins, my mom, were all sitting in the living room and it was daylight and all the blinds were up so the sun's shining in. Uh-huh. And we were talking about the noises and we we're telling ghost stories and stuff like that about what we've heard just in the house. So my mother was standing up, most of us were sitting down or on the floor or on the carpet, and she jokingly said, "Yeah, she jokingly goes, or this lady's name was Christine, she goes, jokingly she goes, alright Christine, if you're here give us a sign. As soon as she got to the end on sign, every single one of those 14 windows with the blinds dropped at one time simultaneously.
0: (laughs) We got to go.
1: I would have been running up out of there. You hear me? We gotta go. Oh yeah. my gosh! So, what yeah. did y'all do? Scream and flail around? No, we all looked at each y- other. I told you. I told you. <laughs> no. I told you. I told you. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even play with Ouija boards when I was a kid. No way. Yeah, I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> yeah, you
2: know, and then I had her. <laughs> this is how much my mom loved me. She, my room was her, the Christine's favorite room. <laughs> It was her sewing room.
1: So your room was super haunted.
2: One night, get back, got my first fishing rod, uh, I got my first tackle box, and I got my first buck knife. I felt good about myself. We just got back from Sears, but it was a school night, so I had mm-hmm. to get right into bed. I get into bed. I was wide awake. I was actually stoked. Like I was, I was wired because I was so excited to use it the, the upcoming weekend. And I get in bed. As soon as I sit in bed, there was a rocking chair in the room. Again, that rocking chair, mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. favorite chair. I find out later. I look, yeah. I look over to the rocking chair. There's a white figure in the rocking chair, and the chair is rocking back and forth. As a kid, what do you do?
1: You scream. No. You jump oh, under the covers. Yeah. Thank you.
2: You put, so I pull the covers <laughs> up over my head because <laughs> yep. that's what protects you. <laughs> and then I then what do you do? Slowly pull them pull down. Pull them down
1: and look and see if it's still happening. Look
2: over there. The image is gone.
1: The chair's still rocking.
2: But the chair's still are rocking. Oh no! So to answer your question, Nicky D. Uh, me no I wouldn't buy it if I were in it and the ghost was cool yeah that's I've going no, I got no problem with that you know I'm all about diversity <laughs> <laughs> but I would not buy it me personally but there are a lot of people that would
1: Ugh, no I couldn't do it either yeah no way. way second start video game makers are up next on the strike list h2 SAG-AFTER
0: COULD SOON AUTHORIZE A STRIKE AGAINST MAJOR VIDEO GAME COMPANIES.
1: THEY ARE ALREADY STRIKING AGAINST HOLLYWOOD STUDIOS AND STREAMERS. The writer's strike uh, is getting ready to end, actually, but the actor's strike is still going on. And now being added to the actor's strike are video game makers. It's some of the same issues that they're having with them, including wages, safety measures, and protections on use of artificial intelligence. This is a question I had. And I wanted to ask you this, Nelson. Mm-hmm. I've seen video games where actual actors' faces, their voices, yep. and everything are in these games. Are they saying they're not getting paid for that? Um,
0: well, some of it's the voice actors are, are not being paid enough, but the actual employees of video game companies for years have railed against what they call crunch. And that is that these big publishers, the Blizzard, Activisions of the world, and everyone else, Bethesda is another one. What they end up doing is they set a release date for a game that's untenable. That's You cannot release it in this much time. And instead of moving that release date back and putting out a good game, they make Actors, They make uh, creators. They make everybody that's on the team work in upwards of 18, 19 hours at a time. You can't go home. You've got to stay in the building. You get to nap while you're there and then continue. And while they can't legally say that you have to do this, people just automatically just disappear from the company when they don't.
2: Well, that's called hey. hard work, though. <laughs>
1: Like, no, that's, that's being overwork. Well,
2: there's a that's a lost art where you're passionate. You shouldn't do anything about it for money. You should do it for passion. You got a deadline. Mm-hmm. You got to set a deadline. You should do it. Hey, hey here's the thing. Uh, I thought about with this that the writers going back. Mm-hmm. So, the writers go back, but the actors don't. Right. So, what is that going to do if the actors are still striking and the writers are writing, mm. they're going to need to move forward. So, how many jobs from named actors are going to be taken? By someone that either is not SAG or after it, right, or wants to step over the
0: line.
1: Ooh, yep. I mean, it can definitely happen. The writers are acting as though they're going to still support the actors in their strike, but I don't know how far that support's going to go, and how
0: many writers are going to become actors.
1: Uh huh.
2: Well, radio's next. They've got to do something because the same thing's going to hit this business. (laughs) The only radio. I agree. Well, (laughs) the only problem is radio people.
0: The few of us that are out there are too lazy to go out and pick it. Also, like, let us <laughs> let us strike and see what companies do. We're gone. And, and
2: radio people, radio people don't want to pick it and protest because they'd ask the radio station for uh, for money to get the boards and the markers, and that yeah, would no that joke. Would, that wouldn't be available.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you don't have to worry about radio people striking. No. I guess.
0: The Daily
2: Show. I'm watching a video in Philadelphia. There was looting at a Lululemon store, and these cops are just beating the schnizzles out of the looters. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I'm so glad to see this. I know you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy is just – you're not going to get them all, No, nope. but just get one.
1: That's all you need. That's what they tell you for getting jumped, just get one. Uh, it, absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. If you are confronted with more than one person and you know what most likely the end result's going to be, you say, let me ask you, before we start, who's driving? What do you mean? Who's going to drive your buddies to the hospital? <laughs> because one of them is going. Okay. Yeah, that's all I just need to know because I don't want to hurt your hands. So you're good. You're the driver. You're going to the hospital. <laughs> no, just to make sure. I mean, I, I'm, I, You're probably not going to take me with you, but he's definitely coming down with exactly. me. God, I love seeing this. This is fantastic. All right. Two big stories uh, from today. Go ahead.
1: Another inmate is on the loose, but this time it's right here. H3. In addition to how this inmate escaped from the hospital, there's also questions about whether proper policies and procedures were followed. According to Calusa County Sheriff's Office, Brittany Glass, 34 year old woman was in custody at the hospital, and she has escaped. Now, the crazy part of this story is she escaped on Thursday from the hospital, but the police were not notified that she wasn't there until Monday. I'm pretty confused on how that has happened. They didn't know that she had escaped until someone reported seeing her in an intersection with a robe on and a orange jumpsuit flagging somebody down near an interstate. She's about 5 feet 4 inches tall. She weighs 158 pounds, and they still have no idea where she is.
2: Well, she's going by an assumed name. She goes by Candy now because... Uh, she
1: no, was, she does escaped. not. <laughs> <laughs> He's very quick. I know. <laughs> he wasn't listening to anything I said. He's like, oh, I got one for her.
2: Uh, just, I'm ready. Just waiting for the pause. <laughs> waiting <laughs> for you to come up for air.
1: <laughs> this is only 65 miles from SAC, so this is close. She could end up here.
2: What, what was she in for?
1: Uh, she was in for uh, probation.
2: What happens to the the people whether it's law enforcement or the handlers or whoever it is that's in charge of, like, you know, keeping an eye. Like, mm-hmm. who gets blamed for the escape? You know, we just had the guy on the, the like, 14-day. Pennsylvania. Right, yep. right, right, right. We had one here locally not that long ago. Yep.
1: Who, th- do you lose your job? You're supposed to, absolutely. You are in big trouble. If you're standing guard over this inmate and you let them escape, that means at some point you are not doing your job and you absolutely normally lose your job for that, yep.
2: Did the guards on duty get fired when Jeffrey Epstein allegedly hung himself, even now, though I don't believe he's dead.
1: Now, that one I don't know because prison is a little bit different. You have a lot more people that you're in charge of, so they don't come down hard on you if you can't see every single inmate. Uh, but in that case, I'm not really sure. I
2: wonder if they have one of those signs like you'd see in a, a mechanic's garage. You know, It's like 15 days of nobody getting hurt, <laughs> right. 15 days of nobody dying, mm-hmm. 28 days of no one escaping, mm-hmm. yeah, everything is good here at the jail. All right, second
1: story. Be prepared when throwing stuff at people. H4. Video shows
0: a fast food worker spiraling out of control over an order of curly fries.
1: We're not going to go anywhere. Two weeks a manager because it's unacceptable. And then that's when the lady came from the back and it really escalated. It escalated big time. This took place at a Jack in a Box in Houston. This guy who was on a contracting job from Florida brought his family down and he wanted his wife to taste the curly fries at Jack in a Box. So they go through, they leave the fries out of their order. And this isn't something that happened recently. It's back in the news now because Jack in a Box is being sued. Um, They got into an altercation. The people, instead of simply saying, we ran out of fries, just went back and forth arguing with the guy about why they wouldn't give him fries and so the the worker starts throwing ketchup at him. So he threw his drinks back at her. She pulls out a gun and shoots at him, his wife. He has a young child in there. His wife's pregnant. So they are suing Jack in a Box.
2: She didn't just pull out a gun. She went and got the gun.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it
2: wasn't that she had it on her person. She left the window. Mm-hmm. She went to her Gun area. <laughs> gun area. She, she brings back the gun at the drive-thru window. The guy sees it and he starts leaving. She open. She opens it up. She
1: starts shooting, absolutely. All
2: over Curly Fries.
1: I watched the entire video because they had the whole thing, in like, silent. But you can just see the footage. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. What would you have done if somebody's shooting at you at a drive-thru?
2: I'd grab the it's, gun.
1: It's just never that serious.
2: I'd, I'd put a Curly fly, uh, Fry in the barrel. <laughs>
1: Well, they didn't have it. You didn't have it. No, no. <laughs> that was problem. the problem. Yes, well, you know, I, if I had a curly fry, you wouldn't be shooting me right now because I'd be putting it in the barrel. I'm yeah. just surprised Jack in a Box is letting it go this far, and they didn't just pay this family off.
2: Well, I mean, we live in a in a fafo world, right? And you do something, and you f around, and you find out, you know, neither good or bad. No, right? You don't know who's right, knows wrong. You because it. I'm a su- there's three sides to every story. There's my side. There's your side. And there's the truth. Mm-hmm. I guarantee the dude at the window probably was not on his best behavior.
1: No, absolutely. Nobody not. just
2: goes and grabs a gun at, at their workplace and starts shooting through Not to defend her, shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it escalated when one of the parties, most likely the one that instigated, probably the guy's like, How do you not have curly fries? Right. <laughs> you dumb, blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> That's
2: how it all starts, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. All right,
2: here we go. Third round of
1: headlines Nikki D. SAC has entered the danger list, H5.
0: It's that area that a new report says this section of road
1: is one of the most dangerous in the state of California. Out of the 100 most populated cities in the United States, Sacramento ranked 8th for DUI fatalities and 28th for most dangerous overall, according to data from the National Highway Traffic Safety administration, and I'm going to not disagree with these findings because just on the street I live on, I've seen two very dangerous wrecks that happened. I can't say that it was because they were drunk. I don't know the specifics, but in one of the wrecks that was literally right in front of my house, a car was turned upside down. So people do drive a little crazy. How do you get wow.
2: a DUI in 2023 when Uber and Lyft exist?
1: Know. Because you don't take it. You well, drink and you still I drive. You think you're
0: invincible still?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I know that's the answer. It was kind of hypothetically speaking, you know, why would you not take it? You know, if Uber and Lyft were smart, what they do is, because, you know, I always wondered if people don't take it, like what are the reasons you don't take it? Is it because you feel invincible? Yes,
0: that's one of them.
2: Is it because you're from a generation where you think that you're not as drunk as you are versus just saying, hey, I'm drunk? I mean, there's a million different reasons, but I always wondered if money was a factor. Let's say you live where I live, in Roseville, and you're in Elk Grove. Maybe I'm going to uh, Sky River, right? You know, it's you know just a thirty-minute drive. Maybe it's a twenty-dollar Uber ride,
1: mm-hmm. right? Give
2: or take. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Nelson's case, for example, twenty dollars. He's not. He doesn't want to spend the twenty dollars. Right. Right.
1: I've not taken Uber and Lyft to events that I may have wanted to because of price. And it's not even because of the price it was to get there. It's the price it is when you're leaving places that are The surge prices. So I won't do it.
2: So to my point, if they were smart, what they would do is offer a rain check or a layaway type of program. Which says that you don't, I mean, it's all credit card anyway, so it's not real money. But even if you can't pay it on the credit card, you know, like just say, hey, you can rack up so many if you're intoxicated.
1: You know who does that?
2: Who?
1: Uber. I mean, not Uber. Um, Uber Eats.
2: Uber Eats will take you home?
1: No. Uber Eats will give you, like, rain check credit. So if you're a person that orders from there often and you place an order and you don't have money for it to go through, they still process it, give you your food, and give give you, there quote, you unquote, wow. like a rain check. So that, they the already do it on Uber Eats.
2: Yeah, the idea exists. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. When I was in college, my fraternity, Sigma Chi, if you were um, a... Um, uh, a newbie, right? Mm-hmm. You were. What would you What do you called when you just joined? Um, There's a name for it. Whatever. When you're a new pledge, yeah, pledge. Mm-hmm. We, we had a, a. We would swap this out weekly, and two people would get a beeper, mm-hmm. and it was just pre-cell phone, right? So you were on call. You, you, you were. You were on call all week for the older brothers when they were, if they were too drunk. Oh, to that's them. genius. That's a
1: good idea, though.
2: And you would have to go and pick them up. And if you you couldn't drink that week, no. mm-hmm. and if you did and you got caught, or you didn't pick them up, you were booted. That was part of the wow. pledging. Wow, yeah. that was
1: a good pledging thing. though. I like that. That was yeah. a great idea. Yeah, second story. Amazon is on the hook. H six now to the sweeping antitrust case against Amazon, alleging it operates as an illegal monopoly. Amazon is being sued by U.S. regulators in 17 states over allegations that the company abuses its position in the marketplace to inflate prices on other platforms and overcharge sellers, and they stifle the competition.
2: I just got an email from Amazon saying what, how this affects you. I deleted it. It was too long.
1: Oh, well, the lawsuit how it affects you?
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. I, oh,
1: dang, you should have read it. They didn't say nothing. Well, I can go on my
2: trash. It was. I mean, I'm sure you probably get it too, right?
1: I have Amazon Prime, but they haven't sent me anything.
2: No, I don't I know what know. it does. There's too many of these things. I, I tell you, if you're going to email me, make it like a sentence. <laughs> oh, my God. I, ca- I can't oh my do gosh. I'm not
1: going to read it. if
2: I, It's longer I, than a sentence. Yeah, you know, they do all these big words that they put in there, all these legal terms. It hurts my head. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> uh, they're not called idioms right now, so they're called proverbs. Proverbs is what we found out, yes. Yeah, we screwed that up. But the other day, Nikki D, our friend here, Bless her heart.
1: <laughs> You're going to hit me with a bless her heart? That's fine.
2: Was struggling. Do you remember what it was exactly? Top of the list. Oh, I don't have the list in front oh. of me.
1: Beggars Here. can't be choosy.
2: Not,
0: that is not correct.
1: <laughs> That's what I've I always mean, heard. <laughs> My mom didn't answer when I tried to call mm. her, but I know she's up now. <laughs> mom, beggars can't be choosy.
0: Right.
2: No one says that. It's just not a thing. It doesn't exist. So uh, I asked Nelson if he could put together a list of these different proverbs, and we can do a helpful, sure. out of love, bless <laughs> your heart, goodness, positive. Nikki D doesn't uh, know mm-hmm. proverbs. Proverbs edition, All
0: right. Or what eagles carry? Apparently, Sheesh. that's from Jeopardy, Jeff. Yeah, it's an olive branch and arrows is what the eagle on the dollar Hell, bill. No, no,
2: they carry pyramids.
0: Pyramids. <laughs> The big ass wrong. They got eye
2: in one hand and a pyramid in
0: the other. She's just yelling things that are on the back of a dollar bill. I
2: don't know about your dog, but mine's eating Lincoln's head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if you want that dollar, let me tell you, biggest can't be choosing.
2: Yeah, Can't choose. Hey. <laughs> right.
0: The Bailey Show.
2: The All right, here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D.
1: Thieves have one chain fed up in their closing shop, H7. Target announced today that it's closing nine stores in major cities next month because of theft and organized retail crime. Mm. This according to KCRA East Harlem, New York and three stores in San Francisco as well as Seattle, Oregon and Portland are going to be closing down simply because there's too much theft going on, and Target is saying it is no longer safe for us employees to be in these stores. I was going to say it
0: had to be San Francisco, at least yep. one of them. Yeah, three of them.
2: You know, we have, as, as the United States, we we don't negotiate with terrorists, right? That's our mm-hmm. thing, supposedly. But yet we're okay with giving in to thugs, mm-hmm. thieves, mm-hmm. kids.
0: Petty thefturists.
2: Petty thefturists. I mean, that's absurd. And you know, like a video I saw earlier this morning, uh, the cops in Philadelphia. Yeah, they didn't get all the bad guys, but they got a couple of them. That's all that counts is you just have to, you, you have to make it known like that. If you do this, you're going to get your ass handed to you. Mm-hmm. And whoever hands you your ass, there's no repercussions. Like they should have the green light. If you break into a place that to me is self-defense, whatever happens to that person, you are threatening them. And I believe by law, if you do that, it is something like that. You know, it's just it's horrible. I mean, and, and and you and they're like kids that are doing this, yes, and they think it's funny, and they have like no respect for civilization, right? Mm-mm. Rights, laws.
1: I just think other it, people's property. I just think it's sad that we've gotten to a place where you can't go into a store even, and I'm going to particularly say California because I've I've only seen it here. I can't even walk into Me a too. Walmart. and and get my makeup wipes. Everything is locked up behind these counters and cases, and I just think that's sad that they don't even feel like we should not have to live like animals or savages. So I'm always looking around like, what is going on here, and why isn't anybody trying to do anything other than throw money at at getting more cops? Like you said, if the laws change, if people saw different repercussions, then they will be doing different actions. Yeah, you
0: could be shot on sight if you steal. See, I see it from a different angle, Nikki D, and I see the silver lining to it, and it's all products are locked up, okay? Because traditionally, where I'm from, the Midwest, we are given a lot of grief about Walmart just locking up products that black people use. Mm -hmm. But here at Target, it's all locked up. White people's stuff, Latino stuff, black people's stuff, it's all locked up. It's equal yeah. opportunity. Lock up. Yeah, it's a lockup for
2: everybody. Equal lockup.
0: That's what I mean. <clears throat> Not like a just...
2: positive spin on yeah, a negative that's comment. That's how you got to look at it. Right. And it helps people like Nelson out that can't afford the things in the locked up <laughs> yeah. cases because he can't touch them. No, nope. Right. <laughs> and who's going to get an associate? And everybody, yeah, right. And everybody knows you touch something, you want to buy it. Nelson mm-hmm. can't even touch this stuff. Can't
0: touch it. <laughs> Not at all. Nah, 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 nah. I have licked a lot of cases, though. Just. Oh.
1: Yes, yeah, so if you
2: see a nose smudge <laughs> yeah. in a case,
1: Nelson. that's <laughs> Nelson's nose. That's okay, I, I got man. it.
2: Take his nose print. <laughs> 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 All right, second story.
1: Talk about of dog power, H8. We are just getting some new news out of the White House here as we're learning that President Biden's dog has bitten somebody else. This, this makes possibly 11 people that the President's dog commander has bitten. And this is my question. How many more people does this dog have to bite before something's done about it? Because if this was my dog and my dog bit one person, they would be trying to put her down. So why is it that the president's dog can bite as many people as he wants and nothing's being done about
2: it? Political immunity.
1: What? I don't know. I just
2: made that up. (laughs) I have no idea. You're right. That damn dog is so bad. It's very really, bad. I mean, yes. It shouldn't be put down, but they, they don't need it around well, people. How
1: Regular a- dogs are put down. The president's no. dog should be put down. How first. does the president not have access to the kind of training that keeps that
0: dog from biting people?
2: Well, I saw him the other day. He's trying. He was at PetSmart with his dog and he was in that little circle area.
0: <laughs> Shepherd. It
2: this- took him an hour and a half to get from the front door to that circle area, but he finally got there. He yeah, took and- a nap.
1: Okay, and why isn't anybody like trying to sue the president or nothing for they're all his secret- dog biting them? Because it's all the secret service. Yeah, they bite. Yeah, so, what they sign up to just get attacked by dogs? Yeah, they, they bite. They bite
2: his boys. Yeah, like his, his friends or his uh-huh.
0: minions. Yeah, it hasn't. It hasn't been a stranger. All the eleven people have all been members of the Secret Service.
1: But if the president's dog bit you, would you sue him?
0: Yes. Oh yeah. I would. Yeah. yeah
2: That's why they're the Secret Service.
0: I also. can't There's the
2: first rule of President biting yeah. your body is no
0: one talks about it. <laughs> yeah. it's secret. I'd be happier that it was the dog biting me and not Biden. But, but these you've are seen serious the rumors.
1: bites because they're going to the hospital for him.
0: Biden bites you, he leaves his dentures. I know. It's like, (laughs) not not again, Joe. All
2: right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns, anything on the text machine, same number, 916-909-0985. If you got something great, we'll get to it. If not, we'll roll some credits and get out for a Wednesday here in a minute.